How you doing? My name's Owen Andrews from Clonalvi County Mead. Doing a fuel business here. We do coal, turf, all different kinds of solid fuel. We have black emerald, 40 kg Polish coal. Now, very good. It comes from Cookstown up in the north. It's maybe a euro dearer than your average bag of coal, but it actually burns very well. You better watch out. You know, if you're not good, then you have to bag a coal, you know, there'd be nothing there just to be a bag of coal. You better not cry. There's the sort of turf you'd get if you're bold or something. Better not pile. A turnip. Because I'm telling you why. Suit or something, bag of suit or something, yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus. Bags of ashes. Is coming. Oh, my father got lumps of coal. To town. There was a boy down the road and he supposedly got a bag of coal. Everyone talked about him, so we were kind of afraid that could be you. <gasps> Santa Claus is coming to town. Making a list, checking it twice. Who's naughty and nice? Santa Claus is coming to town. We're on the naughty list and the good list at the minute. If you're very good, you're on Santa's good list. And if you're not, you're on the naughty list. So in order to get off the naughty list, you have to be good. So if you tidy up your toys, you're on the good list. If you don't tidy up your toys, you're not. What ages are your children? Three and a half and 18 months. My sister-in-law, her toys were taken away by Santa on Christmas Day because she was bored. Were they? They were, in fact. <laughs> she was very bold seemingly one Christmas Day and when they came home from mass, her toys were disappeared. And she got them back soon as day. There's a lot of uh, warning for bold kids in the lead up to Christmas, but it's never really carried through, you know? I remember there was one girl, and I was convinced she was so bold, she was always in trouble. She got a Polly Pocket, and I wanted a Polly Pocket, but she got the Polly Pocket, and I just couldn't figure it out. Santi must have known that she was good inside. I don't know if she was now. <laughs> bold kids sort of get off scot-free. Well, there was one boy who was really mean to me. He, was, he would always call me very fat at every single gym class, so, which was not nice at all. And I was so depressed and <laughs> he still got presents. There was a family across the road from us and the kids were fairly brazen. Now, they're the type of kids that would be throwing stones at cars when they were, you know, 9, 10 or 11 years of age. These kids got amazing presents, you know what I mean? They got, I remember they, they, one of them got a Luke Skywalker, uh, one of those walkers from Star Wars, and I didn't get it. I'd like if there was an actually vindictive Santa. <laughs> Instead of leaving presents, he left punishments. And people right. had to follow through on the punishments over the following weeks. Because I think it's How a many kids do you have? <laughs> Left one, one. the social one. workers came yeah. <laughs> One. And I got to see him once every three weeks. <laughs> There's only two other people in the room. <laughs> it's kind of like good cop, bad cop. In Austria, Slovenia and Croatia. Santa Claus gives the gifts, but there's one fella now, his name is Krampus. And he's very scary, even though he hangs out with Santa Claus. My name's Clean O'Carroll, and I teach folklore in the folklore department in UCC here in Cork. Krampus looks like a devil. And he's got sort of a long tongue and horns. <gasps> Sounds terrible. 
and he wears a cloth sack around his middle, but he's all draped in chains around his neck and around his wrists and around his ankles. And what happens with Krampus is St Nicholas comes and leaves a present for the child and a little golden branch to signify that they've been good. But if they haven't been good, Krampus comes along after St Nicholas. He takes away all the presents for himself and he leaves a silver branch and that tells everybody that the child has been bold. And if they've been particularly bold or if they stay awake, Krampus, well... He doesn't really have any choice. He puts them in his sack and he takes them away. He steals them? He steals them. He wears a special sack or a basket on his back and he pops the children in the basket and off he goes. I was sleeping up in the attic and there was a big window at the roof. I seen a big red ball in the sky and I heard someone walking on the roof. Then I went to sleep again and that was practically it. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. I would stay awake all night and then discover that actually he'd left the presents in another room, for example. So he was really smart like that. My friend was going to sleep and then Sandra made a bang on the roof and then um, the baby started crying. And in the morning he saw black no snow marks on the ground. I remember one worry, we moved house when I was about seven. It was close enough to Christmas time when we moved house. And my big worry was would Santa have the forwarding address and would he know that we'd moved like for me it was kind of like moving to the other side of the world but it was probably only moving about two miles from one side of the town in West Clare where I'm from to the other side of the town and I remember it being a really big concern and preoccupation leading up to Christmas to the extent that I think when I sent my letter I put in a little map and a diagram of the part of town with arrows going down the road to where we'd actually moved to so just in case they got lost and I mean I probably didn't get to sleep till really really late that night kind of frantic worrying wondering would he arrive and he did, I think, um, I think I got a walk. There's another fella called, this is in Germany now, he's called Knecht Ruprecht, which means kind of, he's like a farmhand, Rupert. And he wears fur all over his body. And at Christmas Eve in some areas, the children are actually called to the door. And they have to either perform like a party trick, say a poem or a song or whatever, or else say their prayers for Knecht Ruprecht and St. Nicholas. And if they perform badly, they're beaten by Knecht Ruprecht because he carries a big long switch, a long stick with them, and he beats the children. If they've been particularly bad, or if they perform particularly badly, again, they're put into Knecht Ruprecht's sack and they're taken away. Either to his home in the Black Forest to be eaten later, or else, if he's not particularly hungry, he might just toss them in the nearest river. Jenny, Mike. Yeah. When I was four and a half, I said the F word. I know, Michael. He lost my mum's um, key of the house. And I didn't find it. Was there a lot of trouble? Yeah, and I said I know, knew where it was and I did.
my sister's well, 11 years older than me and she used to sing um, The Little Boy That Santa Claus Forgot to My Young Brother every year just to annoy him. He's the little boy that Santa Claus forgot And goodness knows he didn't want a lot The bike was always the top prize, you know? It broke his little heart when he found Santa hadn't come in the street he envies all those lucky boys. We were all always just jealous of the guy who got the bike though. Mm. I never got a bike. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm still hoping. The little boy that Santa Claus forgot. From Christmas Eve to Christmas, it's considered very magical. And that is the night where all the animals can talk. So you're not allowed to wake up at all, especially if you have pets, because that is a magical night. And you might hear them talking, and that is a very bad sign. What country are you from? <laughs> Lithuania. <laughs> In Italy, you've got a really interesting woman. And she comes by broom. She's an old woman riding a broomstick and she wears a shawl. And she's dressed in black, but she also gets covered in soot because she comes down the chimney as well. And she'll visit all the children and they'll, she'll fill their socks with sweets and presents. And she sweeps the floor with the broom before she leaves. But if you haven't been good, she might leave some coal. And if you stay awake and see her, you might get a whack from her broomstick because she doesn't like to be seen. And did you ever worry about waking up and seeing him? Oh, all the time. All the time, yeah. He used to come down and say, oh, what, are we still in the sitting room? And my father used to say, oh, I'll go in and check first. And these are the same. Their daddy checks the see he's gone, doesn't he? A vivid memories of it. Three or four of us coming down, halfway down the stair, and it was a case of which one of us kind of was brave enough to take that. It, the first step and be the first one to open the door and go in the room. But it was a case of having it because when you had all these other brothers, you had to make sure that, well, hold on, I'm getting my presents, I don't want you opening. Oh, they could take your presents. Oh, bloody sure. <laughs> once, the rap, once the rappers were off them, you, you, you could never turn around and say, well, hold on, that was mine. Because you didn't know, because you never knew what the surprises was. So it was a case of, oh, hold on a second. Once so you heard a bit of a noise and you could hear one of them up, that was it, the whole lot up. There's one woman, an ogress, a monster who lives up in the mountains in Iceland. Her name is Grilla. And this Grilla has a big rake of children, 12 or 13, all boys, and they're called the Yule Lads. And they'd steal things. One of them would steal candles, another one would steal meat, so they're stealing from the whole family. But they also used to hang out with a Yule cat. And this Yuletide cat would devour children who didn't get new clothes in time for Christmas. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and actually, in 1746, there was a decree issued in Iceland forbidding parents and adults from using Grilia and the Yule lads to scare children. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, 
Why are we not learning about the good things now? Hmm. Because we finished all the bad things. My mother would often say you'd get nothing, but it always came. Because <laughs> Santi de- defied your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? So your mummy would be giving out, but Santi would be nice to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, what about you? What was no, it? I got a train set after you chuffed where I was, you know. Were you? Oh, God, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and were there bold children in school that you thought, oh, they should get cold? Oh, man. Everybody got their presents. Santi always came through. All over Italy, a lot of children these days will get sweets, but one of the sweets will be black. That's because nobody's good all year round. These are doubles here. It's like little coal nuggets. They're great for maybe thrown on top of a fire or something like that, you know. So when you were a kid, were you ever threatened with Santi bringing you something that wasn't toys? I was always threatened with the coal, the lumps of coal, all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. And now you're probably, probably every Christmas I was. <laughs> and did, it, did the coal ever arrive? It did, actually, yeah. <laughs> the end of my bed one morning. And, uh, but then... All joking aside, he brought me down. I got the real present, so I was happy enough. But that was your parents messing around. And Santi had really come, had he? Santi had really come, yeah. Do you ever remember what kind of coal it was? If it wasn't the coal we were selling, it was much worse coal than that now. I can guarantee you that. Santa Claus is coming.